Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Vine Street Property Podcast. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities. Hi everyone, it's Joe McCarthy here. Today I am joined with Adam Sutton from Sutton Estates. How are you, Adam? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good now, good now. Things are slowly but surely getting back to normal during this uh, crazy yeah. times with the pandemic. No, Tommy, I'll say it's definitely the same for me as well. Now, I'm looking forward to this as well. This is my first podcast debut. <laughs> yeah, excellent, hopefully yeah. the first of many. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, so I'd just like to ask you maybe a bit about your background and uh, what you were doing before you got involved in property and, and the estate agency and, you know, um, what kind of made you go down the path of, of becoming an estate agent? Yeah, I think for me, it's something that's definitely just always been in the family. I think growing up, my mum and dad have always been property developers. They've, my dad's done about three new builds. We've done about four like total renovations. So my earliest memories for me is being like, you know, five, six, seven in wellies on site while my dad's still just doing everything. We're just absolutely kicking up a fuss elsewhere. So there was, uh, there was always that, yeah. So growing up, it was always like that for me where... Property was such a huge part of the whole entire family's life, even my grandparents and everyone, like everyone's always moved around a lot. They've always done project houses. It was always something which kind of was always going to happen that we were going to go to property. Even like my brother now, he's just finished the university, is becoming a quantity surveyor. So my dad's made up because <laughs> he could do the quantity surveyor, my dad's doing all the building and I can sell it all. So he's got a good little setup at the minute. <laughs> so for me, it was when I pretty much just left, well, left school. I left school, went, went to college. Um, when I left college, I did a season in IV fair, lived up there for sort of six months. For me, that was sort of like the 
the way I got the sales side of it all, like when I first got there, I was I wasn't the shyest of people, but I think when you're in a place like Ibiza where we were selling like boat party tickets, we were walking down the beach sort of every day trying to get these boat party tickets sold. We would get a bit of cash together, and it was just sort of six months of us doing that um, really sort of like grew the confidence so that when I did come back and I did want to do something which was property related, I got a um, admin position as like a like an apprentice. It was like business support. Um, and within a matter of like a few weeks, I was just looking at all the other agents like on the phones and I was like, no, I can do that. <laughs> I can definitely do that. Um, and then, yeah, just started getting into sort of um, lettings with them sort of straight away. Um, did that for a few years. Um, really, really, really enjoyed that. That was more or less in Liverpool city centre. Then I went to sort of like the, the outskirts where I did sales where I live in Cosby. Um, so I did sort of more sort of sales there and did like more like varied roles of like a bit of everything really from like property management to obviously lettings and sales, sales progression. Um, I must have done that for about, about six years I did that for before then obviously making the decision that um, I was going to then obviously move to, to London and, and, and have, a go, have a go doing it down there, seeing how that was going to turn out. <laughs> and how was that down there? Do you know what? It was it was good. It was definitely difficult at the start. Trying to find, trying to get a job down there was an absolute nightmare. Like, I think people have got this impression of like, oh, it's the London property market. You know, it's a totally different ball game. No, the art of a state agency is the exact same. Like, you're still selling houses. The only thing that's different is the cost of the bricks down there. Obviously, yeah. supply and demand. And if you're looking at an area which has got like 11 million people, like, Property prices are bound to be higher, um, and that really was the only sort of difference that I found. It was it sort of in my head, anyway, as I was moving down there, and to get a job was it was just it was so difficult. I must have had about fifteen interviews, and it was a case of I was getting in the car here, driving four hours to London, sitting in an interview for forty-five minutes, and was jumping in the car and coming straight back. Like that's it was like it was it was always in my head, like from when I first started that. London was definitely going to be like the sort of like the end goal for me where that's where I wanted to be at like the properties were unbelievable and it was like the prices were more on the clients that you're meeting and everything else like that for me was such like a driving force behind sort of making the decision to go um and then finally I managed to uh, secure a position uh, doing sales and lettings in an estate agency in Camden um so that was that was nice down there and it was it was like literally like when i first got there i realized that no the job is the exact same like there's no difference between doing the job up here than it was down there within a matter of like two months i was top neck of the office and i was winning they did like loads of things where you know if you book so many viewings you'd get like 250 pounds selfages vouchers or do things like this and every month i was getting things like that from always going above and beyond the targets and stuff like that. And it was, it was just like a, it definitely scared at the start because you're thinking, oh God, you're going into these houses, which are, you know, one, two, three, four million. You think, oh, um, but you sort of get familiar with it all and realize that you know, the prices are in price like this. It's not because, you know, the, the, the painting in gold, it's the exact same. Um, and yeah, and even like the, like I said, the, the people, the clients, you know, some celebrity clients as well, which was obviously something which you would never in a million years um, sort of meet, you know, obviously here in Liverpool, like Gerard Butler was one of our landlords, which 
was crazy. <laughs> we were like, never dealt with him exactly like him personally. It was always like his entourage and all the rest of it. But just having with like one of his landlords and to be in one of the properties, I was like, is it? This is Gemma bought this house. <laughs> it was, it was mad, mad. So yeah, there was loads of things like that, which was just totally different. Which again was like a different sort of experience to sort of the here. And I can say it's a little bit more demanding as well. Like obviously, you know, people's jobs there. A lot of people are doing 10, 12, 13 hour days, and then when they're finishing it seven eight o'clock at night, they're then sort of further maybe being like, oh, can I go and view that now? So it was like. Sometimes I come to get into the office for like half eight and then sort of winds them down. You'll have to be in at half nine to ten o'clock at night. You just like, <laughs> it was like, that was the bit that was like, probably the most challenging part was just the, it was just the, the amount, the amount of viewing that you would do, the competitiveness for the, for the properties. Like if you get like a good, decent, like apartment in like a nice building with, you know, nice amenities, because a lot of the stuff down there, again, compared to like sort of Liverpool, you've got sort of, you know, concierge, you've got residential swimming pools, cinema rooms, um, you know, rooftop, like sort of decks where they can obviously go have like a little barbecue area and things like that. And so there's just things like that for residents, which again, is probably different to here, but then obviously makes them buildings like extremely sort of like popular. Um, so yeah, that's probably the challenging part was just the, the, the amount of sort of like viewings and getting up there and all the deals and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Um, so after that, like when you're in when you're in London, what kind of um, sparks the idea of opening up your own agency up here in Liverpool? I think when I got there, I realised it was never going to be the forever um, kind of goal for me. Like the, how can I explain it? I mean, for me, it was, the money's fantastic. The money is really, really, really good. But, it was the, it's more the sort of like freedom to sort of make your own decisions, um, you know, sort of type of people that you want to work with, the buildings, all that kind of thing. Like, I think you just get to a position, especially when I'm coming up to doing this now for like 10 years. And um, it was for me, it was just like, do you know what? See London as an opportunity to stay here for a few years, bank as much money as possible. And then with all that then, use that to, you know, I had come back to Liverpool and like set up my era. So it was in the, in the first sort of few months, I sort of clapped on and was just like, you know what? Because I had it in my head that, oh, I'm going to London, I'm never coming back. Like, this is me now. Like, I love it here. Do you know what I mean? And when I got there, I was like, uh-oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just seen it as, you know what? Just use this as your advantage. Use this amazing opportunity where you are. Um, and, yeah, just bank as much as you can and then sort of just get back to Liverpool and, and do your own. Mm. Lovely, lovely. And um, you opened up, well, what was it, March? Sometime in mid-March that you opened up? Yeah, so we had it in the diary since, since like, the Gunner Space, since about Christmas time. Um, I had it in the diary that the 23rd of March was going to be the date that we had opened. Uh, I had Clyde Luke as the sales manager here. It was his, that was going to be his start date. It was also his birthday. <laughs> and then, obviously, Boris Johnson the day before, just just give us a big fat no. And, um, yeah, so... Everything was ready to go, office was all set up, and then obviously we you know, had to close it down for two months. We couldn't operate in here at all. But luckily enough, there was I did a, I was in conversations with a couple of vendors before we was opening. Um and I managed to do like a few little bits and pieces, a few apartments in apartments in Allison and a house in um in Wavertree as well. Um so I managed to sort of get them going, get them live, um, got some interest over them while lockdown was happening. 
um, did some virtual viewings, obviously with the Celebrate in there. We did um, viewings through like WhatsApp video call or Zoom yeah. call, some, a good few of them to be fair. Um, and then obviously one, they, the, a buyer did put an offer forward just through um, WhatsApp video. And then we sort of said to them that, yeah, look, okay, it's going to take probably longer for a sale to complete now for the dev that's going on, going on. So if you do like it, let's start the sales process. And then the second we can get you in, we will do. So placed the offer, it was all accepted, um, went to the Eagles, not really much got done on it, but then about three or four weeks later, once the, I think it was like sort of like from the end of May, beginning of June, once we were allowed to obviously then get into people's houses again, um, and that he then went around and seen it and said, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine. And then that completed mm-hmm. about two weeks ago. So oh. that's good. Yeah. Excellent. And then yeah. um, what are you what are you seeing in the market right now? And just to date this recording, it's August 2020. So um what are you seeing in the market right now? Absolutely crazy. I cannot believe it. Like I don't even I think definitely obviously we've got to have that pent-up demand from obviously everyone's been on lockdown. There's been a lot of people that have wanted to make a move. There's been a lot of people that you know have been living with parents during lockdown. We're seeing a huge surge of first-time buyers. Um the request for houses with gardens is up like I think Mike Move said like 60% to last year. Um so for us, um I actually couldn't believe it, could not believe like how, but we're listing things. They're going in a matter of days and the viewing requests that we're getting for them. I haven't seen it like this since the, the 10 years that I've done this job. I have never seen it as crazy as this. I've got people calling me up saying, oh, you know, if you're getting anything below market value, let me know, we can move on it straight away. I'm like, call me in 2022 because there's nothing happening for the next 18 months for these little cheeky deals that everyone's looking for. I was like, no, like I, I, my heart goes out there to investors at the minute because I do not know how they're finding, you know, deals and things like that because we are getting, you know, cash buyers. We're getting people that are offering, like we listed the property, you know, yesterday, oh, just before the weekend, we listed the property in Cosby. Yesterday I was there and did 17 viewings. Wow. About four offers. We're now 10,000 over asking price already. And it's just like nuts, nuts. Yeah. I mean, the, the phones are still going today. The people trying to get into it. And I'm, I'm saying to people like, look, we had 17 yesterday. We've, we've got four offers. So we're dealing with stuff over asking price now. And they're like, oh no, we still want to get into it. We might go higher. And I'm like, there's no point, guys, because it's there's going to be a, there's a level at which we can go up to, and then that is it. Otherwise, you know, if we start going over, we're just going to get downvolved when the lenders come out. So no, it's been um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's been nice because obviously during the whole process of lockdown, I've was sat there thinking, oh my goodness, like what have I done here? Like have I made the right decision to open this? Like do I wait a little bit and just obviously think with stamp duty you know, having that market of anything up to sort of 500,000 moving as quickly as what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's just been a, sort of such a blessing in disguise. We're now, obviously, we've been open for two months, but because me and Luke are out and about so much on viewings and valuations that we're now in the process of, of, of doing interviews this week to bring on a third person when mm-hmm. I wasn't anticipating to do that at least until the end sort of next year. Um, and at the minute as well, all of our properties, like obviously we are based in the city centre, uh, we've obviously got a few things around here, but we're getting quite a lot. I live in Cosby, you see, so a lot of my word of mouth business, a lot of friends, family, obviously everyone lives in Cosby. So um, we are getting quite a surge of instructions from there. So I think now we're even in the position where potentially, you know, in, within the next sort of six months, I, I could be putting a small office in that area just to deal with the, the north side of Liverpool, which, to be honest, the second office, it wasn't even in my head of what I was thinking I was going to do, especially not for in the first 
you know, year or two at least. But yeah. with the way things are going, it's um, now it's been it's been really promising, which is good. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And um, I know the market up here is, is quite crazy, but um, down in London, have you heard anything what, what the market's like down there at the moment? Yeah, equally the same. A couple of friends of mine, um, they're saying things obviously with the stamp duty, there's that ease as well for people buying second homes. So they, they've they definitely seen the, the, the same there. Um, in terms of like, like instruction things for them, you know, some of the some of my colleagues they're probably doing more instructions now than they they've done probably for a good sort of like five or six years. Um, the one guy I know has done twenty two sale agreements this month alone, which in a month down there is is that's insane, <laughs> insane. I spoke to him on the weekend. Do you, I do miss the fees? Like I spoke to him on the weekend, and he sale agreed something in um, Islington townhouse five and a half million for a seventy grand fee. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> I missed them fees. <laughs> oh, no, but do you know what? It, it's nice to be back and there's no place like home at the end of the day. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> and uh, what's your plans going forward? I know you said you're, you're looking at bringing on more staff. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think for us, it's just about getting this office up and running more and getting some more stuff on around here locally. You know, we are we're the first agent to open in the Baltic Triangle, which is good. Um, we've got a lot sort of like in the pipeline. There's like a lot of stuff which is in like planning around here. Um, so right now, you know, it's, it's, it's not the biggest residential market, but it's nice that, you know, we are the first agent here. Um, so, you know, our, our foot's in the door. We're ready for anything that gets sort of built around here. And then obviously around the city centre as well. Um, we've got a couple of apartments and things coming on here and some stuff on the fronts as well. Um, so yeah, it's just about building this office. The, the person that we're going to bring on here is going to be um, more of like a just an office position, just because me and Luke are out and, out and about so much now that it's you know it's I'd rather have us out and about doing the viewings and valuations than mm-hmm. have to worry about office cover and things like that. So with the government's, you know, I'm using the government's Kickstarter scheme, which is amazing because you get you know not only do you get like sort of like cash from the government, obviously you get. The, the wages sort of obviously subsidised too, so we can take someone on now, um, train them up on like an apprenticeship, and then hopefully in sort of six months' time, then we can have them as fully as a negotiator. Then going out doing deals, doing the room viewings, and then they can stay here. Then, then obviously, then I'll, I'll be going down to back to Cosby to uh, to do the second office there and and, and build that team. Okay, excellent. Um, in terms of your systems then and getting that set up, um, I suppose you would have had a lot of experience about how the things operated before from, from your years of experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how, how was that? How did that kind of uh, play into what you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, like system things that we all use, like everything's obviously through, uh, right, we've got all our leads that come through there for the portals. We have our own um, like CRM software as well um, that does all our database. We use um, quite a lot of um, Canvas and material as well. So we do look at the market a lot. Um, we look to see what's in the area. You know, anything that gets put on around, we've got a couple of postcodes that we're really sort of focusing on. For, for us, like my experience is more residential, the residential market. It's not necessarily the, the, the bike selects and, you know, dealing with like the investors and like rentals. It's not something we, it's, we're sort of doing here. Like I'm aiming ideally for the more higher end um, stuff, I think from, yeah. Things around town, um, we've said that, you know, obviously apartment-wise, we're pretty flexible with prices that we'll bring on. Um, houses, 
we we have kind of been a, a little bit sort of um, not choosy, um, but there's you know there's there's sort of certain areas that I've always did and sort of areas that I wanted to concentrate on just so obviously just for for, for brand image really. Yeah. Um, so again, that's something different. Like there's not a lot of well there's. There's no agents in Liverpool, which is just sales only. Every single one of them, especially, well, do the sales and the lessons together. So for us, that was like a little bit of like a unique selling point and vendors do like it because there's vendors out there that they don't need a Latin service. All they want to do is they want to sell their home and buy on. Um, so for us, just focusing on that side, they like to know that, you know, 100% of my budget for marketing and all that kind of stuff, it goes solely into sales. It doesn't go into anything else or other departments that they're not, there's not needed for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so again, that's been something which is, is sort of been an advantage for us. Um, and like systems and things, it's just about, um, what system do we use? Uh, so we're using a system called Loop at the minute. Um, so that's just where we have to obviously log all our um, clients' details on, book our viewings and things to do that. It obviously gives us um, sort of market information as well, tells us what's sold. If I go out and do, do like a valuation on a house and for whatever reason we don't win that instruction, it comes up with an alert to tell me like what agent it's gone on with. Um, and then I can have a little look, see what the photos are like, if they've had the floor plan. Nine times out of ten, they haven't. <laughs> and then I can go back to them and be like, "Come on, why did you pick that over me when you've got rubbish photos? You've got no floor plan. You've got nothing." <laughs> and that's another thing as well for us. The videos have actually worked really well. You know, no agent does the video walkthroughs like I do. Like we spend a fortune on them. Like we have a professional photographer that goes out. He's at that property for a good hour and a half. Um, he gets all the photos done, and then we have like a full video walkthrough, which obviously then we do use on the um, Facebook and Instagram, which for, you know, buyers, the, the sort of 25 to, to 35 category, um, they absolutely love that because obviously they can get that full viewing without needing to go out. And while things are like they are at the minute with the pandemic, it's good that people are having that virtual viewing mm -hmm. because nobody's getting to the property and saying to me, oh, I didn't know that room, that this room was too small or, you know, oh, the, on the photos, this room looks huge and things like that. Like they've, they've had the video tour then. So I found that the, the buyers that we do go around, 80% of the time, they've already made up the man that they do like it. And it's not a case of whether they like it or not. It's a case of like how much they're going to offer. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's helped massively for us, which is good. And again, as well, you know, vendors are loving it, and especially buyers, especially first-time buyers, where, you know, going back before this, if a first-time buyer was buying a house, usually the sale was, which usually the sale was proceeding, I'd probably have to do a viewing with, like, the nan, the uncle, the everyone, because they'd all want to have a little look at it, you know, <laughs> obviously before it goes through, and then with the video, they can just be like, oh, you know, this is the one that we're buying, then, you know, everyone can have a little look at it then, which is, is, is good for them as well. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds good about, about the videos, really kind of, you know, they yeah. say like, the picture speaks a thousand words and the video speaks a thousand pictures. You know, it's, it's <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, 100%. Have you looked into the 3D, the 3D uh, videos as well, or is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So I've looked into them. I think because you can, you can sort of manually just have to just sort of like walk around them, can't you? Um, which they are good, but I don't know what it is. I think I just prefer the actual video ones, I think, because, you know, my job, I have always said that estate agents were not property people, we're, we're people people. That's like, that, that's the sort of like, um, way that I've always sort of looked at this. Like there's plenty of people that I know in the industry that do not know a lot about property, but can sell anything to anyone and are extremely successful because of that. 
um, just because of who they are, personalities and things like that, they can just they can just wing it basically. <laughs> um, so I've always said that like that was I'm doing off topic a little bit here. One second, what's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> it was about the 3D pictures, but no, go on, continue on. That's okay. Right, yeah, so um, yeah, so I've always just thought like the videos worked a little bit better um, than than that because obviously my job uh, doing the marketing side and things, it's yeah. it's always good to I think to get people excited about it. Also, I'm very careful like the, the the music and the videos, you know, nothing's like slow and sad. Like it's it's dancey, like it's got a bit of a beat to it when people are watching yeah. it. They want to feel like oh like they get excited by it because obviously the music released endorphins and like things like that it just helps so much when they're when they're viewing that then that when they obviously do obviously contact me then to be like oh i want to book in for a viewer they're like they're excited to see it because they've been impressed with the marketing so i think with the 3d ones obviously you just sort of manually like clicking through and you click through mm-hmm. to through and you sort of just manually like moving it around yourself when it's it, it's it's missing the points a little bit there. Do you know what I mean? Like our job is to to get as many people and to get people as excited as possible and instill urgency. Um, that is the key in, in in selling, definitely. Lovely. And in terms of marketing, then you look at do you, what types of marketing do you do? I know you mentioned canvassing certain areas. Uh, do you do anything with social media like Facebook? Yeah. Or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Instagram's a big one for us. I get a lot of interest through there. Um, you know, this morning I was just speaking to a girl who's um, been watching my videos and she's advised her mum because her mum's thinking of selling. Um, and she knew sort of straight away. She's there saying, oh, we love your videos. Um, I told my mum because she's thinking of selling and I'm going around to, to buy you that sort of um, next week. So it's definitely been a big one for us. I mean, so far I've got the, the, you know, the biggest property Instagram in Liverpool. Um, first day agents anyway, um, which is, is such a huge advantage because again, that's another big thing that when we are going out to valuations, yeah. as a new startup, I'm obviously I'm going up with people that have had offices open for you know 20, 30, some of them 50 years. And it's like I'm probably one of five valuers going out there. And they're sort of saying, you know, why why do we go with you kind of thing? So for us to have like that such a strong social media presence straight away it's putting us in that league you know with the other bigger agents so we are um you know at least getting the opportunity to go out and value and win the business which obviously is the goal <laughs> uh, that sounds great and um, in terms of anyone that was looking to start off to become an agent what advice would you give them I think just know your area of expertise and know sort of like your market. Like I know for me, like the residential sales is just, it's always been my stronger point. Um, I've always enjoyed lettings. Um, I've always enjoyed obviously, you know, the side of like investors dealing with off-plan stuff as well. That's always been like a like a, like a big part as well over my couple of years doing this. Um, but for me, like the residential homes, it's like the, the people that are just sort of, you know, selling to obviously like, like move on and things like that like that that is just that that's my sort of the strongest area um and then knowing where your market is as well like for me i always knew that like i'd do much better in sort of like maybe like in around sort of the crosby under sands for the area just because I, I know that sort of area a lot more but making the decision to sort of open up in the city first was literally because I knew I had stuff coming on in the Wirral. I knew I had stuff coming on in South Liverpool. There's two developments which I've got coming on in the Baltic soon once the planning gets passed on them. So for me, it was like if I open up in Crosby straight away, I'm only going to really be sort of getting properties around there. But 
get the city centre back decision first, and then obviously it can expand from there. So again, it is literally just um, yeah, knowing your market, knowing where your strengths are, and then starting from there, and then just sort of seeing where it goes. I'd say. Excellent. Perfect. Um, for anyone that wants to get in contact with you, uh, where can they reach out to get in contact? Yeah, um, so you can either do it through Instagram, so it's just Adam, at Adam Sutton Estates, um, or you can send me an email, which is just Adam at AdamSuttonEstates.com, um, or we've got our phone as well, which is 0151 705 Perfect. That's excellent. Thanks very much Good. for coming on, Adam. It's been a pleasure. Yes, no worries. Of course. <laughs> Enjoy it. Brilliant. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877 351 0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.